0: Hi, welcome to the FitMind Project. I'm Barry, and today we've got a special podcast for you because this session is going to be taken from one of our vlogs. And this vlog is Laura being open, honest, and pretty much frank talking to you about her body dysmorphia, how she dealt with it. Hope you enjoy. I'm going to hand you over to Loz.
1: Whenever people see my pictures of me competing on stage in the bikini competitions they always always say to me oh my god Los, you looked amazing. They always ask me how did you get in shape for the competition? You must have felt so good standing on stage. Your body looked amazing. It was a perfect body. But if only they knew what was really going on. One of the biggest problems today I think is around body image and actually just being able to look in the mirror at ourselves and ultimately be happy with what we see. I mean just take today for example I've got a bloody great spot on my forehead <laughs> and so many of us would think oh my god look at the state of me I'm not going out I feel really embarrassed I feel terrible about the way that I look and we would just end up getting really, really kind of depressed about it. I've had my breakfast this morning and I've took my um, digestion <laughs> supplements. I have a bit of a a slow digestion and it causes me all sorts of problems. I had a colonoscopy recently because of it and then um, watched a bit of Casey Neistat and he's my favourite YouTube vlogger at the moment I really like his style and uh, today is pole and I always look forward to pole but there's one interesting thing about pole and I don't know whether they've done this on purpose or not but there's there's no mirrors there's no mirrors in the pole class and um, I wonder if they've done that on purpose because I know so many of our guys that come in the gym, they don't like to look at themselves in the mirror and they're working out. And let's face it, when you're sliding up and down a pole, perhaps you just don't want to see yourself at <laughs> all whatsoever. And I don't know. Is that a good thing? Would it put us off? I don't know. I competed on stage for about three years, I think it was. and. Um, I started off with all good intentions. I started off because I wanted to show people that no matter what kind of disability you had, because I just found out I was um, being medically retired from the police because of it, I decided that I would show people that no matter what kind of disability or what kind of label you've been given, that in actual fact you can do whatever you want to do and um, that was kind of the main reason for my competing but it got to be ugly if I'm really honest with you and it's got nothing to do with the bodybuilding community or anything like that it's just the way that I handled it and it's the way that in actual fact it's affected my life after it. Because let's face it when I went on stage Where's my black eyeliner? When I went on stage, I was so lean and I'd prepped for about 16 weeks. That's, that's tough work and you really, you really lean down. And I think I was like 10% body fat when I went on stage. I'm probably about 25 now. And uh, when you see yourself in that way, it's kind of difficult to see yourself now sometimes because you almost compare yourself to back then. And I know a lot of our guys, they would compare themselves to when they were 18, or when they were 25, or you know when they had a smaller waist or a size 10. And this is exactly the same thing. And the feeling is just awful when you compare yourself. You just feel, you just feel so crap about yourself. And you just feel like, useless. And you feel fat and ugly. And frumpy and wobbly and yeah you can grab things like handfuls of things and it just feels shitty. I'm just about to go, just gonna get myself a little snack. Bye babe! Love you! Is that a slug or is it poo? I'm not picking it up. Whatever it is, <laughs> that's Baz's job. Got that feeling that I've forgotten something. You know that feeling, and it's like when you get down the road, you go, "Ah, oh, I've forgotten it," and you have to come all the way back again. Got my drink, got my snacks, got my shorts on. I think I've got everything. I know what I forgot. Got my sunglasses. That's much better. Was carrying around for me a big bottle of water, text message, um, people always ask me why are you carrying around a big bottle of water? Well, i got kidney disease and I need to look after my kidneys. So, water's always a good thing to have with me. People say, oh, isn't it a pain in the ass?" Yeah, it is. But, you know, the old kidneys, they need it. See? No mirrors. is it we've got that one pair of jeans (laughs) although that clothing that we've got in the wardrobe that for some reason doesn't fit us anymore but we keep it there and we keep it there almost (laughs) as a reminder of how we used to be and keeping those clothes just it just makes us feel pants pardon the pun I look at all these old bikinis I mean look at them I went on stage with that and this look how tiny it is (laughs) and some I've kept them all as not a reminder but do you know what I don't know why I have kept them really they smell of the tan perhaps as a reminder as to what I achieved I think I keep them as a as a little reminder of a journey that I kind of went through. When I look at these and if I look at comparing myself to that, that's just something that makes me feel terrible. And that's again nothing to do with the bodybuilding community. That's just how it made me feel. I know for a lot of people that's how they feel when they when they keep those old clothes in the cupboard. Just in case maybe one day and when we do that we're not living here and now we're living in the <laughs> we're living in the past in hope of a dream and there's nothing wrong with dreaming but if that dream is destroying you and making you feel less of anything is it really a dream worth having and there's a real conflict with this a massive conflict with this because we'll see ourselves in the mirror we'll catch that glimpse whatever it is and then we panic <laughs> panic stations and what happens is we go on a crash diet and that's exactly what happened to me um, I competed then I we went on holiday we went to the Maldives we had an amazing time I ate drank and was very merry and we came back and I just felt awful I felt bloated. I could almost feel it on my hips and my stomach, and it panicked me. And so, what I did was, I went on a crash diet. I actually went on a crash diet. I overtrained, I underate, and I remember because uh, I was going up to see Vic at the time in Slough, and he was like, What are you doing? And I didn't tell anybody, and I did it for about two to three weeks, and I became so ill, it's unbelievable. I got the worst flu, and it stuck around for three weeks, all because of vanity, all because I looked in the mirror, and I didn't like what I saw. I felt ugly, I felt fat, I felt disgusting, and I felt like I'd let myself down and I was comparing myself to a few months ago when I was on stage. It's the bad association that we actually have with our bodies. We end up hating them, we end up despising them at the end of the day. All because of something that we haven't become. Because when we look at those pictures, or when we try to get those skinny jeans on that have been in there for an age, maybe from the 1970s that we can't even get into. It's that glimpse in the mirror, that little glimpse as you walk past a shop window, or perhaps the look that you give yourself when you're washing your hands after you've been to the loo and you just look up and you catch just a glimpse of yourself. And that one little look in the mirror, it reminds you of something that you used to be it reminds you of something that you're not now and that's the real problem that we face is that feeling that we're never going to get back to that place because we perceive that place as happiness because we had the body that we wanted but we all know, if we tried to get back there, that that was a different time, it was a different space, and it was at a different moment. And that in actual fact, that moment has passed. And you're way better than you used to be. It's all that fuss of going to a shop and having to buy something, the pressure of having to buy something for a night out. Not knowing what to wear, trying a million things on and saying, oh my god, I look disgusting, none of this fits, look at this. And then you end up having an argument with your partner about it because he's like, well you just picked something already. The fact that you feel embarrassed getting up to dance at a wedding, or you feel embarrassed walking into a room because you're not what you used to be. and it's You know, It's that kind of thing that is a real problem nowadays for us with this whole issue of of this body dysmorphia, of this this feeling that we're not enough of something because we're not what we were like when we were 18. We have so many people say to us, I want to be a size 10 again. I've never been a size 10. I want to weigh 10 stone. You know, I used to be 10 stone. Yeah, we all used to be 10 stone when we were... Seven, do you know what I mean? It's just something that we say because we think it will make us happy. And then we resort to wearing baggy clothes. Stuff so that we don't feel the material against our skin so it doesn't make us feel so restricted and so tight because it just makes us feel like we can't breathe and then we get hot and sweaty and you just feel gross when you sit down and your stomach comes over your jeans and you feel it on your hips and you know you feel your bra strap is digging into you and you get those big indent marks because you just feel like a load of fluff and marshmallow and just Blair. So we dig out the baggy clothes. We dig them out to make us feel better about ourselves, to remind us that, you know, oh, we've got those clothes in the wardrobe, but they're sat in the back there just in case. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna ask Baz what he thinks about my body with the bodybuilding and what he thinks of it now. If I'm
0: honest with you, I don't really notice the difference between now and when you was on stage, the only difference I notice is your behaviour towards it. When you was on stage competing, it was like everything had to be this, this, and now you're more relaxed. It's you're a better person for being comfortable in your own body. If that makes sense.
1: What do you think of my body now? Now I love it. I'm I'm kind of bigger than I was on stage.
0: It's, it's better for me. It's more to grab hold of. <laughs> and it's not like cuddling up to a brick. It was just like there was nothing to snuggle into. I, I, I see a curvaceous woman.
1: What kind of woman do you prefer in life?
0: Healthy, happy, content, caring. What
1: kind of body shape? Were you not fast?
0: I like someone who's active, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. But that's got nothing to do with their body shape. I do like big boobs. <laughs> we'll give you that. I do like big boobs. Attractiveness is produced. It's, it's not a, an image, it's not a, um, a way you look, it's the way you behave. That, that is attractive for me.
1: Because we all know comparisons make us so unhappy. <laughs> We're comparing ourselves to a fantasy. Just look now, you look at magazines, we look at that's the way life is. But magazines are not reality. Let's face it, they're not. They're airbrushed, they pose in certain ways, and that shape is created by posing. But we get sucked into it because we're made to feel, when we look at the magazines, that that's the way we've got to be, or that's the way we've got to live. And again, that enoughness comes up, and we feel bad and we beat ourselves up, then we eat or we drink into a pit because we feel bad. I did have the perfect body I had it and it wasn't enough because when I had it the more I obsessed about it the more I panicked I would lose it and it became my every waking moment as Baz said I was completely obsessed with it and sometimes I find when people do lose weight and they get to that point they become obsessed with it and it becomes their only waking thought because they think if they lose it that they're not that person anymore but we all know that we can't define ourselves by a number on the scales or a dress size or anything like that because it just doesn't make us happy